welcome to the Last Show Podcast. My name is Courtney Shane Williams. I'm the host of the Last Show Podcast. This is how it gets down. Once a week, you can subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, TuneIn Radio. Go to my website, CourtneyShaneWilliams.com. That's K-O-R-T-N-E-Y, ShaneWilliams.com. You can see where I'm performing my live stand-up comedy stuff, man. I am a stand-up comedian based out of Tampa, Florida. You can also, uh, I don't know if I already said that. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Maybe if I did say it, y'all should stop judging me. It's a free show. Now I'm getting defensive. <laughs> hey, so you can see my uh, schedule. Upcoming, upcoming next show on deck, the 27th and 28th of August. I will be in Seattle, Washington, recording my fourth comedy album. My fourth album, yo. Get tickets, laughcomedyclub.com. The weekend after that, Labor Day weekend, I will be in Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited. You can get tickets for Laughs Unlimited. Um, and those are the two big West Coast things I'm doing. I'm in Florida, so I'm at the crib right now. You, you out in here, these streets, man, one in five got that Delta. So it is worse than herpes out here. It's like you got to check, man. You can't you can't just take people's word for it, man. I need a, I need a PCR test within the last week, man. Keep your mask on while we do this transaction, Doc. That's the way it is. So I'm in the crib uh, making sure I don't catch a Delta so I can go ahead and uh, get out to Seattle and record my album. Working with 800-pound Gorilla Records. It's going to be fantastic. I actually started promo stuff. You know what's great? I got a huge jump on the promo for this album. So it saved me a lot of work on the back end. So now I'm just fine-tuning. I'm just fine-tuning my game right now. Okay? That's what I'm doing, man. Sets ready. And, and you know what, too, I learned from doing the last album is that I'm not preparing, you know, it's <laughs> like the last album. I was like, yo, I, I did a lot of preparing. And by the time I got to the stage, I was really prepared. So I just did the show. So prepared. I knew everything about the show, man. I knew where the laughs were coming from. I knew how hard the laughs were going to be. I, I knew how to get in and out. The transitions were clean. And I was like Tony Hawk, dog. I was killing it, dog. And then uh, when I heard the album back, I was like, wow, you know, I could have took some more chances. So, you know what I figured out? I prepared too much. You know, I was too ready. <laughs> it's like that person that gets a job. And says, hey, what's your biggest weakness? You know, my biggest weakness, you know, I'm too perfect. That's that's my biggest weakness. I, I got to work on failing. That's what happened, man. I was too ready for the album. And it didn't feel fresh and organic. So it was hard for me to get into the moment. It was, it was like... I was watching a movie of something I had already done. It's like watching a documentary on me. It's like, yeah, yeah, I knew y'all were going to laugh that way. I've done this before, man. So this album, uh, I've ran through it like three times, and that's it. And, and not even in the whole set yet. So, I mean, this is the fingers crossed, dog. This is going to go anyway. But it's going to be super organic, super in the moment, and I actually think it's going to make a much better recording. Uh, of course, I know the material. You know, I've done the material. But the show, I actually have not done it yet. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. It sounds terrible coming out of my mouth because right after I say I haven't practiced, I'm gonna say buy tickets. <laughs> They're on sale now, man. Last Comedy Club. Um, yo, so like news came out about Bobby Bowden this week, who's the coach of Florida State. that did his segment on him uh, last week. You guys should know who Bobby Bowden is. Uh, he has pancreatic cancer, man. So his son announced it and. So prayers up once again, uh, the great Bobby Bowden, man. Um, oh man, I play pray for a miraculous healing uh, for Bobby Bowden. It sounds like a good dude, really good dude. Um, prayers up. Uh, speaking of college football, 
Yeah, that's right. You know, no politics this show. <laughs> Speaking of college football, I know all you guys are happy out there. I thought he was going to talk a lot about the Delta variant. No, you don't talk about it when it's close to home. It's too real, man. <laughs> it's so easy to be like, oh, Italy. Uh, what's wrong with them? And next thing you know, they're like Florida. I'm like, oof. You know, I have no faith in anything that's going on here, man. But uh, football. So uh, University of Texas in, and Oklahoma are leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC, uh, the Southeastern Conference. I notice people are starting to do that now. They don't say the SEC anymore. Now they say the Southeastern Conference. Like the SEC is a re officially, um, strike that, reverse it. The SEC has officially reached the professional level. It's like so you can go on uh, 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 like ESPN or Sports Center. You, you can go on talk radio, and you know how you say the National Football League when you're trying to drive up on the National Basketball Association. You know now you can say the Southeastern Conference, dog. It's on a first name basis with them, man. But uh, Texas and Oklahoma are joining the SEC, and I'm gonna say this, dude. Texas is lucky uh, to have Oklahoma. Which is probably something that Texas doesn't want to hear, but they know it's true. <laughs> because let's be real. First of all, uh, what's your man's name? Oh, Pill. Pill Poppin'. From Pill Poppin'. Uh, from, oh, uh, 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 I'm about to call him Gene Chizik's. You know him. My man's name he used to coach University of Washington, coach USC. Steve Sarkeesian. He getting fired. They might as well just get his paper ready. He was going to get fired if they stayed in the Big 12. Now you're actually going to play good teams. <laughs> like, you're getting fired, my friend. Texas is lucky that they know Oklahoma, dog. Oklahoma's like the dude that's on the list at the club, and like Texas shows up with his shirt untucked. Yo, you knew he was going somewhere nice. <laughs> you, you ain't got no slacks. All you got is cargo shorts. Why do I always have to bring my brother every time we go out? Once upon a time, Texas, Oklahoma, I mean, it, it still is a rivalry, but you could say like, oh, Oklahoma, you know, Texas, you know, oh, they're the, the power conferences. It's like, but now it's like Texas is like, yo, that, that national championship with Vince Young was a long time ago. Texas was great, too. Texas with Colt McCoy, I think in four years they lost like two games. This is like, excellent, man. Excellent. And ever since then, it's all downhill. Them TV contracts changed everything for them schools, man. That's one thing. That's why Ohio State is the one who knocks. That's right. That's right, I'm back in original form, dog. I, I'm a homer. Ohio State is the one. I'm a homer, but with good reason. Like, I'm a homer of a team that's actually great. It's not like the Dallas Cowboys. It's like more of on the Patriots type of level. Like, the team's actually good. Like, if somebody from Alabama's a homer, it's like, it might infuriate me. But they're right. <laughs> it's just one of the things. Yeah, 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 they're right. Yeah, you're right. Your team is great. You know, what am I going to do? I'm not like one of them dudes, well, Alabama's paying players. You want to know why I don't say that? Because Ohio State is paying players, too. <laughs> you think you have the number one recruiting class in football because they like your facilities? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> they got more five-star recruits going to Ohio State. I mean, I love Columbus, but come on, man. <laughs> you mean, really? Hey, everybody likes the education? Hey, get out of here, man. Um... But, yeah, you know what I mean? That, that is the crazy thing about even something like Ohio State. Ohio State's never had a lull in their program. They've always been great. 
I've said it, it's every decade Ohio State has been great. They've been great my whole life. It, this, it, now, they don't win a championship all the time. You know, college football is different until Alabama came along with Nick Saban. That changed the whole game, right? This dude wins all the time. But in general, you know, Ohio State's like the most successful program in the nation. They, they're just great. Coaches change, players change, teams change, and they are the one who knocks. That's who they are, man. They get coaches fired, dog. And the only people that get fired as Ohio State is when they got to make it seem like you did a bad job. You know? Basically, you got to be, uh, what's your man's, uh, um, <laughs> I was about to call uh, Bo, uh, Bo Schembleck Beckler. That dude coached Michigan. That is terrible by me. Woody Hayes. You got to be Woody Hayes. It's like, so you got to, like, clothesline a kid uh, <laughs> on the sideline. That'll get you fired. Or uh, you got to have Maurice Corrette say, yeah, yeah, he gave me some cash. That's <laughs> what it is, dog. That's the only way you get fired at Ohio State. You punch a kid or give somebody some money. That's it. Other than that, you can coach and win as long as you want to, man. Ohio State's the one who knocks. Texas thinks they're Ohio State, I guess, but they ain't, you know. You know, the Texas fans know. Texas fans know. Once upon a time, you say, oh, te Texas has a Nebraska complex. They really do. It's like, remember uh, the, when the pandemic and everybody was like, we want football. And, like, the Big Ten players were protesting. And for some weird reason, like, that was the time the nation decided to listen to the kids. <laughs> you know? When the kids want to get paid, hey, you know, how are they going to be able to do their taxes? This yeah, this seems like a whole ball of wax. How do we know what to pay the swimming team? And, and so does the quarterback make more than the linemen? Yeah, kids are starting to get paid now. You see anybody with those concerns? Has anybody stood up and say, hey, how much is the field hockey goalie going to pay? No, no. The money tends to figure out who deserves it. <laughs> this is the funny thing about money, man. It always ends up in the pocket of the person uh, that does the best job. Funny. I digress. So, Texas has a Nebraska complex. Because you remember when the pandemic first started, all the kids wanted to play, and then they had all these coalitions, and then Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska came out, and it was like, well, we'll just leave the Big Ten, and we'll play. <laughs> That's what we'll do. And the Big Ten was like, uh, actually, you won't. But if you want to, you can give us some of that money back. Oh, we'll leave. <laughs> Nebraska was so eager to have a college football season knowing they was going to get a butthole stomping every time they took the field. They are terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. Nebraska proceeded to win no games. I think Nebraska fought to have a Big Ten season last year and Nebraska won no I'm looking that up just so I can laugh at Nebraska. The thing about uh, Nebraska, oh, corn Huskers football. The thing about Nebraska, oh man, now I got to look up their schedule. Oh, I'm going to NebraskaFootball.com. I wonder if they got it on the school website. <laughs> They're selling tickets. <laughs> That's easy. Hey, man, why don't y'all give me the football schedule? You know what's funny? If, if Nebraska football was good, it wouldn't take me this long to figure out what they did last year. They won't even let you see 2021. It's like, hey, we don't want to talk about the past. <laughs> it's like a Roger Clemens situation. Let's see Nebraska. Nebraska, Ohio State. That was an L. Northwestern Nebraska, that was, ooh, they beat Penn State. Look at them. Oh, they beat Rutgers. Oh, they beat Purdue. Well, hey, Nebraska, I'm sorry. You won three games last year. I apologize. Your three-win season. This is better than Texas. But uh, Texas has that Nebraska complex. Like, 
Texas going to the SEC is terrible for them. I mean, I guess it's good for, you know, the players that play against Texas. Because, you know, now you get to be big in the state of Texas. Not that it matters, because, I mean, once you make it to Alabama or LSU or Oklahoma, for that matter, I mean, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Uh, the advantages of Texas going to to, to the SEC, it's, I, I'm just not sure. Maybe they can get a better coach. But Texas has had the pick of the litter of coaches, right? The pick of the litter. I mean, they, they almost should have probably got Urban Meyer at one time. I mean, the, the hot candidate when they got um, your mans that used to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State and came from Houston, he was great. Charlie Strong, they had him. Um, well, Mac Brown, Mac Brown, solid. Now they got Steve Sarkeesian. He was the best coach available, dude. Like, they, they did try to get Nick Saban, but you're not getting Nick Saban. That's not the way it worked. And at Texas, you're going to have to get a power recruiter like a Nick Saban. And maybe Steve Sarkeesian can recruit. I don't know. But all I know right now is that dude's getting fired. And they shouldn't be in the SEC. Why are you so eager to get beat on national TV is beyond me. There were Texas games I, I, I never found. I never did. They're in a different time zone. They're like an hour behind. or I don't even know what time zone they're in. Like, Texas game beyond. I was like, ah, I watch one, two games a year. And that was it. Now, I get to see you all the time. <laughs> like, like now I get to watch you play Florida and Alabama and LSU and Ole Miss and all these teams that are actually good. And you still got to play Oklahoma, dog. <laughs> like, dude, you are staring 0-7 right down the barrel, dude. This is awful. But, I mean, if you're Oklahoma, you got to bring Texas with you. It's just that's your friend in cargo pants is it, Texas. That's your know, cargo pants and, and a hat. You know, they got a Nebraska complex. However, I will say, uh, hey, recruits, if you're listening, I know you listen to the podcast, you know, and I don't have any allegiance to the University of Texas, but I will say this. If, if, if you uh, play at Texas, at least you get to live in Austin, you know? If you play at Nebraska, you got to live in Nebraska. <laughs> no disrespect to a Nebraska. <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Yeah, that place probably stinks. Um, so good luck on the SEC, man. This is going to be fun. The whole thing's going to be fun. The funny thing is still somebody said like, oh, now it's going to be uh, 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 two power conferences. And then somebody came back and said, oh, I don't, you know, there's, there's one power con conference in like Ohio State Big Ten maybe, which is true, by the way. Like if you're if you're playing spades, you know the Big Ten, and that's that's a that's a possible. You know what I mean? The SEC that's a book. The SEC is a book. The Big Ten is a possible, and the rest of them you don't even count. If anybody counts anything outside of those two books, you got to kick them off the table. Doesn't mean that'll get you shot. Okay? So yeah, the Big Ten that that's a possible right there. But I will say. Once all this happens and all this movement happens, it's just going to be professionalized anyways. With the NFL got, what, like 30 teams? There'll be like 30, maybe 25, 24 schools that actually have a chance. And then there won't even really be any need for conferences eventually. You make sure you keep your traditional rivalries. You know, you keep your Michigan, Ohio State. Keep your, uh, you know, your what is, uh, uh, Alabama and um, uh, LSU. Make, keep your Florida, Georgia. Keep your Texas, Oklahoma. Keep your, uh, you know, uh, USC, UCLA, Washington State, Washington, 
Tim's going down a list of rivalries. Y'all trying to test me? You know, you wanted me to see me go down the rivalry list? Uh, was it Northwestern? Who are they rivals with? <laughs> Who are you, who's your rival? Indiana? Oh, USC, uh, uh, Notre Dame. You can keep that. Maybe Miami, Notre Dame. Keep those rivalries. And then outside of that, just, you know, open up the schedule like the NFL, dude. And then leave Nebraska, you know, all by themselves to chuck corn and lose by 30. It's the last show podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the last show. It's called the last show because this may be it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out at Brooklyn. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the Narrow. But I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra. Hello, welcome back. Oh, they love me everywhere. Jay-Z, Empire State of Mind. This is off the Blueprint 3 album. Blueprint 3, sneaky good album on some songs. It's definitely some stuff on there, but like, you're like, yeah, we don't need all that. I mean, you can see, like, at that point, you know what I mean? There's a little stretch of the material. You know, I've been there before. Hey, I may be there next month, you know? I mean, I got a solid 15, but the rest of this 45, hey, we're rolling the dice. I mean, tonight may be the night when y'all think I'm the greatest of all time. It may also be the night when you're like, hmm, the promo was a whole lot better than the show. <laughs> to quote the great prophet Dave Chappelle, I didn't say this was going to be funny. I, I get paid for the attempt. <laughs> no, but the show's going to be great. I keep like anti-promoting my show and then I come right behind it and promote it because I can't stop doing the jokes. That's the problem with me. Like, you know, when I said, you know, you could leave Nebraska to chuck corn, you know, I felt bad after I said that, you know, it was like, I should apologize, uh, but it was funny. So I want to apologize to absolutely nobody. Empire State of Mind, significance of that song. Somebody on uh, Twitter today, somebody followed Twitter today and said like, oh, what Jay-Z album are you listening to today? And I was like, oh, that's a good question. So I started thinking, I was like, oh, the Black album. And I was talking to somebody that uh, was from Staten Island. So I was like, oh, I used to live in uh, New York City. We start chopping it up. And he was like, oh, how was that? Which is something I always have to remember if you're talking to somebody from like Long Island, Staten Island, or, uh, or well, definitely Staten Island. That, that's New York City, but it's not like in Manhattan, the city. So even people from Staten Island, some of them may never go to New York City. It just doesn't happen. It's the big city. You know what I mean? Even though you're separated by about two hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a ferry and you're there, you know? So he was asking me how it was and it occurred to me. It was like, oh, you, you never lived there. So we start talking and I was like, yeah, it's a weird place. Just like, well, how, what'd you like about it? Whatever. I was like, yo, man, it's tough on relationships. I was like, you know, I don't want to go down that hole. We'll be here for a while. But let me just tell you, uh, Empire State of Mind, verse 3. Uh, that's all you need to know. This is exactly what it's like. Terrible, you know? You're trying to be in a relationship, and you're the dude, and you're with a girl in New York City, man. Good luck, man. Verse 3, Empire State of Mind. That's the way it is. You know, and the fascinating thing about New York City, especially if you haven't been there and you're dating a woman, I probably shouldn't be saying all this, cause y'all, but it's true. It is what it is. Let me educate you. The game is to be sold and not told, so I'm giving you this game for free right here. You go to New York City, especially you're dating somebody, and uh, they never, they're not from New York City. Let me tell you something, dog. <laughs> Let me, lights is blinding. Girls can step out of quick. The sidelines is lined with casualties. Don't bite the apple, Eve. <laughs> Jay-Z spitting them bars. You understand? So when you go there, you'll be like, hey, man, you know, I mean, I don't really want to go out. I'm going to chill. It's expensive to, to go out. Huh? 
It's not expensive to go out, you know. I always get free drinks every time I go out. You want to know why you're getting free drinks? <laughs> don't you, what, what, what do you think this is? I don't pay any, to get in any nightclubs. You want to know why you don't pay to get in any nightclubs? Okay? You lived in Nebraska all your life, and now you're getting a taste of what real life is like, okay? I'm struggling out here in these streets. If I show up with Texas and I got my cargo pants on, I'm not getting in the club. And not only am I not getting in the club, they'll tell you, hey, man, yo, dude, the woman ratio just is not good right now. <laughs> Y'all need to go out there and find some more women. That is the only way you get here tonight. <laughs> it's me. I'm trying to clean up homeless people just so I can, you know, enjoy some shots in the club, man. Everybody's just so nice to me at work. You want to know why? <laughs> Come on, man. Verse 3, Jay-Z, Empire State of Mind. We are still up in here. Speaking of Jay-Z, yo, what happened? What's up with that Kanye? What's up with that Donda album, dog? Kanye West is dressed like a Ninja Turtle now. All the time. This dude has a complete... He's taking COVID seriously, dude. <laughs> Kanye is taking COVID Kanye, they say, hey, 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 man, you need to do social distancing. He's no problem, dude. He got divorced. He was like, oh, I ain't trust her anyways, dog. This dude got divorced and, and put a mask over his entire face, dog. This dude is walking around like a luchador. And <laughs> no one's saying anything, dog. That dude is crazy. <laughs> I mean, this album. What's up with that Donda? Man, this dude had an album listening party. And said he's still working on the album. What? What in the huh? In the who? You had a listening party for the album, but there's no album? How did he possibly pull that off? Was this dude just walking around with an ox cord? Was he playing old stuff? Who was at this Kanye listening party where he played the new album, but the new album ain't ready? Like, like who was it? It was a stadium full of people that heard Kanye West's album. That, that should be the way if he was smart about it and had a lot of time on his hands and social distancing. Because I saw the stage. Kanye had everybody in the stands and no one on the floor. This dude is taking COVID very seriously, okay? Dude had on a, uh, dude had on a winter coat in New Orleans. <laughs> so it's like he's taking it seriously, dog. And gloves. Hey, this dude, one way he could release the album is like never put the album out, but just go on tour performing the new album. <laughs> hey, man, this is one of my new songs. Y'all got to chill out. You know, you go to the concert. And artists, they play, they play the stuff that they wrote on the way in, like Bob Dylan. Hey, man, this is a new album right here, though. And he just played, but never puts the songs out. <laughs> It'd be a crazy thing. People start bootlegging the Kanye West album, you know what I mean? Just off a handheld recorder, you know? Just off the recorder. How old am I? Just off their cell phones. <laughs> Everybody has lo-fi copies of a... <laughs> Everybody has like a 92 KBS of the new Kanye. Hey, you heard the new Kanye? Why does this sound like you recorded on the talk, boy, dog? <laughs> what you get this off LimeWire? That's what he should do. It'd be a great marketing campaign if, if Kanye West just had a really bad copy of his album and just, like, started putting it out on Napster. <laughs> I mean, you had to start getting viruses on your computer just to get a snippet of the Kanye, dude. This dude's out of his mind, dude. He's walking around like the album's out. This dude went to the soccer game like he ain't got work to do. Hey, man, finish your job. <laughs> Just, hey, Kanye, stop acting like you're using the bathroom and come back out here and go to work. All right? Stop the file.
<laughs> we had a listening party with no album to listen to. It's incredible. I heard there's a Jay Z verse on the Kanye album, but I'm just, I just heard. I just heard. I, 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 they told me. <laughs> Somebody at the show told me. This is the whole. It's gonna be like going to the circus, man. You just going, hey, hey, you know. They did some funny stuff. You know, the tigers were sad, but they said no cameras. So I didn't bring a camera in. You just got to take my word for it. So everybody going to have to go see Kanye West live to figure out what the album's all about, dude. Because he's never um, putting that album in. Dude is out of his mind. All right. So um, this Team USA uh, thing. The Olympics are on, by the way. Maria Taylor. Boss move. Going to NBC. Which it leaked that Maria Taylor was going to go to the NBC. If you guys don't know Maria Taylor, just Google Maria Taylor. You know, uh, what's your girl's name uh, from the jump? Rachel Nichols. Did you know that was Diane Sawyer's uh, daughter-in-law? I mean, Diane Sawyer is something I aspire to be. I got weird aspirations. I aspire to be Diane Sawyer, you know? And I aspire to own a 7-Eleven. I don't have high goals in life. You know what I mean? Just just a couple, you know what I mean? Throw me some nuggets. Um, but Google that. If you don't know the Maria Taylor, Rachel Nichols situation, go ahead and Google that up. Maria Taylor left NBC. She was on the NBA Finals on like Tuesday night, Wednesday night. She was in Tokyo. <laughs> she had her plane ticket booked. I don't know. She must have teleported to. Uh, she must have been on Bezos' rocket. You know what I mean? They just they just dropped her in Japan. So I hold. Hey Bezos, we get hold on. We got to make one stop. <laughs> it's Maria Taylor's on the ship, doc. <laughs> Maria Taylor, NBC. But the Olympics are going on, and I'm gonna be honest. I couldn't care less. I could not. Care let I'll watch the track and field. Track and field always does something to me, man. I just watch track and field like with my dad and stuff like that. So like I'm always like, oh man, I gotta watch the track and field. You know what I mean? So I watch track, but other than that, I I could care less about anything. Dude, look, man, the the the, the, the USA could win no gold medals and I wouldn't care. I got bigger the deltas out here in these streets. I got bigger things to worry about rather than Katie Ledecky winning the three hundred free. I could care less, dog. Is it, this is no measure of superiority. Is that what people are still doing? Because I was watching uh, uh, Morning Joe. It's one of the shows I watch is Morning Joe. And Fox News Sundays. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know what I mean? Something about Chris Wallace, you know? Because <laughs> Chris Wallace is like the only actual journalist at that network. Oh, right, yeah, now I'm talking about politics. So, uh, <laughs> I was watching Morning Joe. And uh, every morning, Joe does sports. It's really weird. Like, you're watching Morning Joe, and they're like, oh, I can't believe crime. So the Red Sox and the Yankees, it's like, what? The Red Sox and the Yankees? What? Hold on. Crime, Morning Joe. What happened crime? All of a sudden, our, Al Sharpton's giving you New York Knicks takes. Who's <laughs> his wife? Uh, 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 um, um, Minka Kelly. Um, not Minka Kelly. Minka, uh, <clears throat> is it Minka Kelly? She's just shaking her head with her head down. He's like, yeah, this is what this dude does at home when we argue most of the time. <laughs> He's telling me about the Red Sox. I don't care. Um, but on Morning Joe, uh, they were talking about the Olympics because NBC has the Olympics, of course, MSNBC. And, and uh, they put up the medal count. And, and Joe was like, what's going on with USA basketball? Get it together, USA. Now, you think Kevin Durant is like having sleepless nights in Tokyo <laughs> worried about what's going to happen with USA basketball? I'm going to tell you this. Spoiler alert. As soon as they're done with basketball, them dudes is coming home, man. Kevin Durant makes way too much money to be sleeping on a cardboard bed. 
I make too much money to be sleeping on a cardboard bed, and I don't make as much as Kevin Durant. I just, come on, dog. You think they care? I mean, I'm sure they want to win, but Kevin Durant's not losing no sleep over losing to France. So what? I could care less about the Olympics this year. <clears throat> I don't know the schedule. I don't know when they come on. I don't know who's competing. I know the characters. Simone Biles, Kevin Durant, Kaylee Ledecky, <clears throat> Michael Phelps. Is he still out there? Uh, you know what I mean? I know the characters. Cherie Washington, Cherie, the girl that was smoking weed and couldn't go. I know her. She's a character. Even though she ain't there. Naomi Osaka. Yeah, I know what's going on there. I know the characters. I don't care about the show. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't care. I can care less about the Olympics. USA basketball is losing, apparently. And, I mean, they, they just lost to France. And uh, I saw somebody um, talk about um, what's going on. You know what's happening? The gap is closed between international basketball and NBA. Some of the best players in the NBA ain't American. I mean, once that happened, the game's changed. Yeah, this ain't Barcelona. I mean, this ain't the dream team. In the NBA then, who's who's the best foreign guy in the Maybe Arvidas Sabonis. The best, Arvidas Sabonis, by the time he got to the NBA, he was washed. Was Vlade Divac in the NBA? He might have got drafted like 93-ish, somewhere around that time. Tony Kukoc, which, you know, I mean, the Tony Kukoc, they, they, you know I mean, they took it personally, you know. He fit the criteria, but he didn't get selected, dog. They took it personally. Now, I mean, you've had, I mean, Luka Doncic is one of the top five players in the NBA. Rudy Gobert, who's who's actually on the um, the French national team, by the way. And even even dudes, uh, randomly enough, let's think of you know, any more international players. Why am I turning around looking at people in this room like they're gonna help me out? I had two international players, and the rest is nothing. But it's just a lot of dudes international. The gap is closed. Are they gonna win the gold medal? I don't know, but I ain't gonna lose no sleep over it, man. I got better things to worry about. I got an album coming out. <laughs> Do you think I'm gonna worry about? Whether or not JaVale McGee's going to make a putback dunk? <laughs> Come on, I got better things to do. I didn't think I'm going to watch Evan Fournier. <laughs> I've watched enough, enough of that dude in America. I ain't going to go out of my way, watch some 2 a.m. game, <laughs> watch him taking jumpers. Nah, man, so I could care less about the Olympics, you know, what the medal count is. You know, This has nothing to do with superiority. <laughs> this ain't the Cold War. No one's taking this serious. Like maybe Russia. I mean, maybe Russia's taking this. I don't even. Is Russia competing? Didn't they get banned for like five years or something for that for taking the horse tranquilizers? Um, but this ain't. You know, this ain't the Cold War, dog. Jesse Owens is not walking through that door. Adolf Hitler, thank God, is not walking through that door. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, 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 what's this called? Um, I was about to call him Rocky Maivia. What's the dude's name? What's What's Rocky's last name? Does Rocky have a last Sylvester Stallone Rocky? Rocky don't have a last name. Wow. Um, I don't even know. Does Rocky have a last name? Oh my gosh. The last question of the podcast. You thought, hey, only thing he has to do is Google Nebraska football. He'll be good today. Uh, Rocky, last name. Balboa. Oh, yeah, Rocky does have a last name. So y'all, now y'all know I care just as much about Rocky as I do the Olympics. <laughs> Let's wrap up the show. 
thank you, you and you, for tuning into the last show podcast. Courtney Shane Williams, dude. You guys, thank you for listening, especially you guys out on uh, Northwest Seattle, Washington. That's where I'm going to be at August 27th and 28th. Please get your tickets in advance. It's a really big deal for me. It's the first time I'm doing, um, you know, um, an album where I'm like really, really promoting it. And I really, it's a little inside baseball. There's a lot of things at stake. You know, the stakes is high to quote the great prophets, uh, De La Soul. So please get your tickets. Come out to the show, 27th and 28th. I'll be at Laughs Comedy Club. And uh, later today weekend, I will be in Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited. You can get tickets on their website as well. Have a great rest of your week. Maybe I'll talk to you Thursday, Friday. It depends. Maybe after the NBA draft, and I can bore you with more sports. Because the options is this. Politics and sports. You got to pick one or the other. Kanye West can only take us so far. All right? That's something to think about. Let me know. Hit me up. Instagram, Twitter, at Courtney Shane. Politics and sports. Which one do you want? Take it easy. Peace. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. Aha! Aha! What do you know from funny, you bastard? Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Congratulations, you played yourself. Hasta luego.